Hello, and welcome to this, the 14th edition of Sound Teaching. It's evident that humanism has permeated every aspect of our society. The areas of danger are many, and it can be argued that the most insidious is the incorporation of humanistic philosophy into the classroom. This philosophy is poisoning the minds of our children as many stand idly by. It's an unfortunate thing that many parents do not realize this danger to which our children are exposed. A chat with high school students at the congregation where I preach revealed the extent of this humanistic influence. The teaching of evolution, numerous instances of amoral sex education, which is nothing more than sex training, and the concept of situational ethics. They all were attested to by these young people. One young lady mentioned the lifeboat exercise. That's a favorite of humanist educators. In this exercise, the students are placed in small groups and asked to make choices dealing with life and death issues. In deciding which individuals in the boat should be tossed out of it so that others could live, the students are forced to make judgments on the quality of life. And no choices in this exercise are considered wrong. The only choice not allowed is to toss no one overboard and thus respect the sanctity of life. It's obvious that this exercise implements moral confusion and it destroys the student's respect for life. Another example I found was in an elementary school newsletter that I have on file from a few years back. The flyer sent home with students by the principal of the Glen Rose Elementary School in Glen Rose, Texas, contained an article entitled Control. I want you to note the following quotes from that article. He writes, One of the more glaring problems faced by the parents of teenagers in today's world is one in which a parent becomes determined to control every aspect of the teenager's life. Now, the author of the article attributes this desire to control as to the insecurity on the part of the parent. Continuing, he writes, The way we identify insecurity is by watching the amount of control a person needs to have over others. It's seen daily as we watch parents attempting to control the sleeping and eating habits, the amount of learning that takes place, the language used by the child, how others treat him, the kinds of clothes he wears, and who his friends are. The question is, he writes, do I feel secure enough to allow my child to become what he wants to be? And then at the bottom of the page, boxed off and in large type, is the following slogan. The greatest gift my parents gave me was room to grow. Well, you can tell that the above quotation uh, reveals the humanist desire to lessen the parent's control over children. The remarks seem to indicate that they want the child to be able to decide for himself his values. But in reality, nothing could be further from the truth. You see, the humanist educators want less parental control so that they can exercise more control. A couple of quotes, I think, are germane to this. The first one made by the head of the Nebraska Board of Education a number of years ago. He wrote, Fundamentalist parents have no right to indoctrinate their children in their beliefs. We are preparing them for the year 2000, which of course is coming on, but we are preparing them for the year 2000 and life in a global one-world society. See, humanist educators are concerned less with teaching our children how to read and write and do math and are concerned more with forwarding their world agenda. This is perfidious, but it is extremely effective. And we must not blind ourselves to the fact that the humanist goal is to take over the educational system.
Another quote is germane at this. It is from the NEA back in 1970, an article entitled To Nurture Humaneness. And this quote says, If humanism is truly important, these matters must not be merely peripheral. They must lie at the very center of the curriculum. The very center of the curriculum is the humanist intention to teach that humanistic philosophy. Now please understand, it's not my contention that all teachers are humanists and they're seeking to destroy our children's faith. But that doesn't change the fact that the powerful NEA, that's National Education Association, that lobby in Washington, the university professors which train our teachers, the textbooks our teachers are stuck with, the educational techniques such as values clarification, which really doesn't clarify values but rather destroys them, all of these support the humanistic agenda to eradicate God, nation, and family. Even the best teachers are severely handicapped under such an assault. Well, this naturally leads to the question, what can we as parents do to protect our children from this godless threat? Well, first, that we should do something is abundantly clear because of our responsibilities as given by God. Paul stated in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 4, You fathers do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and the admonition of the Lord. Even if you don't have children in the public schools, your responsibility to contend earnestly for the faith once for all delivered to the saints, as Jude demanded, uh, demands your participation in eradicating humanism from our children's sphere of influence. We must not abdicate to the schools our responsibilities in raising our children. To do so is to violate God's pattern. God intended for mom and dad to train the children. Parents, become involved in your child's education. Attend the PTO meetings. Read the textbooks. Ask the questions. Volunteer. You know, the excuse, I didn't know, is going to ring hollow when your child has lost his faith in God. You might want to consider homeschooling. I understand that this option may not be for everyone, but if the alternative is losing your child to humanism, it should be seriously considered. The evidence is abundant that humanism is central to the public school education our children are receiving. Any philosophy that is so diametrically opposed to the practice of our Lord's will should be vigorously campaigned against by all right-thinking Christians. Please, do not let your children fall prey to Satan's deceit. Thanks for listening to this edition of Sound Teaching. The Sound Teaching broadcast is brought to you by the Westside Church of Christ in Fort Worth, Texas. My name is Stan Cox, and I am the evangelist for this family of Christians. For more information about our congregation or to find much more material for your private study, please visit our website at soundteaching.org. That's soundteaching.org. Until next time, we pray God's blessings upon you.